Your source for community. Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. This is Arts R Us on The Bay. Good morning and welcome to Arts R Us. I'm Noreen Mitchell. I'm here in the studio with my co-host Karen Cassian and we're pleased to welcome Carolyn Wagland this morning. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. Thanks for joining us, Carolyn. Karen, Carolyn is an artist, an illustrator, a graphic designer, and the coordinator of a new initiative at Brackenridge Nursery called Seed Pod. We'll get to that in a little bit, but right now let's have a chat a bit about how you got here, uh, your, maybe your arts background, um, how your career has developed. How you ended up in Huntsville. <laughs> All that, and where your focus is now. We we're going to get to that finally. So would you like to start with maybe your training? Sure. Um, I attended uh, Sheridan College School of Visual Arts and got a graphic design diploma there. Uh, and then I headed to Toronto to, you know, the big city to start off the big design career. And uh, yeah, spent the better part of, fifth, uh, no, 13 years maybe in Toronto. And uh, just when we had enough of the great big city, we decided we wanted to be uh, moving north. My husband, Chris, and my baby at the time, Kaylee. My daughter was nine, nine months old when we moved up here. 20 years ago. Wow. And what brought you <laughs> yeah. to Huntsville? Um, we just wanted to be in a place where, well, first of all, that was inspiring for my art uh, to be able to uh, create. And uh, we discovered this fabulous little community of Huntsville with a great creative, you know, welcoming community. It was really great. And nothing's changed in those years, has it? It's a wonderful place. It's to a be. great it's a place creative. to be for artists and anyone who wants to create. It's pretty fabulous. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So some of your jobs you've had have been in graphic arts, and some of them have been very uh, diverse. You had experience, volunteer experience yeah. in Peru. I did. <laughs> uh, just, just how did all this come well, about? The Peru experience was fantastic because basically they were asking for my skills. I work for an organization called uh, Caso Seco. It's a Canadian executive Cir- services organization, and basically what they do is they match your skills, your professional skills, with their needs. And um, it took me to. Um, Wow, all over Peru, really, because I've been there twice with them and uh, both times to develop some marketing and graphic design programs for some eco-tourism. Did you go to Machu Picchu? I did go to Machu Picchu. Yeah, (laughs) it was incredible. Yeah, it was great. So um, then you have, you've had this business, you've owned your own business for quite a long time. Yeah, I've been freelancing as long as I can remember, as long as I've been a graphic designer. And it takes you some pretty interesting places. Like, you know, it'll take you from designing a logo to for a local company or someone across the country, which is so great. You can do that now. Um, Or it'll take you into really interesting projects where you can, you know, you can be as involved as much as you want. You can be coordinating great initiatives. And I've also I've gotten to a point where I've I've been very lucky to be part of some good initiatives, um, some here in Muskoka. One was the Creative Paths program, which was matching artists and uh, high school students and opening eyes to kids for second, you know, for careers, for uh, creative careers and opening their eyes to the possibilities of that. And 
you, you know, were, when you were part you of were, some really fun projects. You were one of the image uh, makers for the Huntsville Festival of the Arts one year. Yeah, two years. Not once, I got, but twice. Yeah, yeah. And I, I found the brochures. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I my gosh. <laughs> that was like the best experience because they just said... Uh, Here's the brief, the creative brief, and go crazy. Go for it. And yeah, it was wonderful. I, I remember your image. And you did an yeah. animation as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe, uh, yeah, the animated, I worked with Sarah. Oh, both Suzanne? of them were animated. Yeah, both. Um, the first one was animated, and then the second one I worked with Sarah Spring okay. to do the movement um, in coordination with her composition, which was incredible. She's incredible. Yeah, yes. I love working with Sarah. She's so much fun. So, and so you were also one of the um, original people for, with the Huntsville Art Society, were you not? And yeah. the director for three years. Yeah, they were the one of the first organizations that really welcomed me to Huntsville. It was great. Um, they literally called out and said, do you want to be a member? I'm like, oh, sure. And then before you know it, I know. Said yes. <laughs> you get more and more involved. And oh, before you know it, you're the president. Oh, OK. Um, Been there. Done but again, so many fun creative projects and fun people to work with. It's pretty awesome. So the last three years or two and a half years, whatever we're at now, has been sort of a challenge for many artists. And how has it been for mm-hmm. Gravity Art and Design? Mm, the COVID years, the COVID mm-hmm. years. Um, yeah, it's been a huge transition for me because I just decided after all these years of sitting in front of a computer screen and doing computer graphics and as much as I love it, I just said, I, you know, I, I'm kind of at my wall for designing logos and, and looking at the screen anymore is just, it's hurting my head. So, and especially during the pandemic when everybody was meeting online and doing all of these things it just it just was too much and i just really really wanted to return back to you know some of the painting the hands-on um and in particular for me i'm the gardening (laughs) so i came across a program uh called um landscape ontario's grow program did an online course did a bit of a turnaround and went to a job fair and wound up working at Brackenberg Nursery and it was a perfect fit because it just gave me the chance to let my brain rest and do use the creative process yeah and hands, but it seems hands to be in the like earth and reconnecting a, a culmination with the earth. in a sense of, of, of your worldview yes yeah, I mean, I've always been an avid environmentalist and, and just, you know, things I really care about um, all seem to culminate there. Um, I can't explain. I've sort of reconnected with almost like a childlike view of what it's like to be surrounded by nature. The nursery itself is in this farm rural location. And when you're alone at the nursery, you're just alone with the frogs and the birds and the and you know and of course the plants you're taking care of the plants well and, and that's, that's shown in the work yeah. so you've done yeah. really yeah. large scale yeah. Fl- floral uh, yeah. flowers yeah, yeah beautiful so work. has yeah. that changed since you started getting into this your your um, paintings yeah or were you I've, always painting I've never been really a true like I only paint this or paint that I I would paint whatever I've painted. You know, cemetery scenes from New Orleans. I've painted La Pedrera, chimney tops from Barcelona. I'm always, whatever it is that I'm... That touches you. Yeah, that touches me, that moves me, is is what I paint. And it's not really, you, you don't really 
rationalize it you just do it just do it and yeah. so now it's it's plants and flowers yeah and yeah i've been painting a lot it's, of flowers it's timely <laughs> isn't it it's timely because 2022 has been proclaimed as the year of the garden yes. indeed it is the year of the garden and um there are so many amazing initiatives going on with uh, nurseries and garden centers all over the place and it, it couldn't be more important because plants are the thing that's are going to save us basically you know mm-hmm. plants are so resilient and i'm inspired by them I'm inspired by their, you know, the way they pop the little, you know, the seedlings come up out of the soil and just reach for the sun. And when you think about it, plants, like if you're eating plants, ultimately we're all eating plants, but we're eating sunshine, right? Because that's where the energy all comes from. And it's like, we're eating sunshine. It's, it's that's, amazing. That's, that's a slogan yeah. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was an important part of COVID, getting people through COVID, I think, gardening oh. and planting. Yeah, and I found too that anytime I would do a painting, a floral painting, and post it or post a picture of my seedlings or the garden, those were posts that people were just saying, thank you, I needed that one today. Mm-hmm. And and I know I feel that way sometimes too, if someone posts something that really resonates with me, and I just thought, okay, yeah, timing's right, timing's right to like go full on and get the gardening career going and and keep the art inspired by it so it fuels they fuel each other it's mm-hmm. really great and the latest initiative that's coming out of Brackenrig nursery you're a very strong uh, participant or leader in fact in, in yeah. this is called seed pod the initiative yeah and we're going to talk to you a little bit about that but maybe we're going to take a break right now and come Perfect. back sounds and great about that Thanks. carolyn wagland By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. This is Arts R Us on The Bay. We're back on Arts R Us. I'm Noreen Mitchell with Karen Cassie and my co-host, and our guest today is Carolyn Wagland, who's going to talk to us about Seed Pod Initiative at Brackenrig Nursery. And so, where is Brackenrig? Yes. Yeah, so Brackenrig Nursery is just five minutes outside of Port Carling uh, on Brackenrig Center Road. It's it's uh, in a beautiful rural location. And um, yeah, we're doing a really, really interesting initiative, um, which I look at as a very creative way to plant trees, because that was the starting point. Um, Linda Potts, who's the owner of the nursery, decided she wanted to do something to help mitigate climate change and make positive environmental impacts in our in the lives of community members. So she said, what I know is planting trees is going to make a big difference right away. So I said, okay, well, let's find a creative way to plant trees. So the things that um, she wanted to tie together were food, gardening, art, and the environment. And we ultimately wanted to have a creative conversation and a creative dialogue about what we can do in our own lives and to hear different voices from artists, musicians, gardeners, horticulturalists, scientists, and just kind of have this great conversation in the garden and about the garden and about how we can save our planet. And you you applied for a grant. Tell us about that. We did. We uh, rather quickly put together a proposal for um, uh, the Desjardins Good Spark grant. And, and Desjardins uh, is so appropriate. Desjardins. Jardin right. means garden in French. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, very appropriate. I never thought about that. Um, 
But yes, we indeed did get a grant and and we were very fortunate to do so and uh, decided, okay, this is going to really push things forward. So yeah, we are trying to get um, uh, a collective of artists, musicians, and people to gather in the garden. So we've put a call out through a number of different uh, areas. in terms of our arts market that we're, we're putting together a little arts, we're calling it an arts market. It's not a full on market. We only have enough space at the nursery, maybe to accommodate, I don't know, six top artists um, in terms of the visual arts and artisans and that type of thing. But we've had a good response so far, but we still need more artists. So if anybody listening out there. So these are five special event yeah. days. Uh, one each month beginning in May, yeah. right? So yeah. the, you were asking for the people to apply to each of or all of those days? Um, what we've asked people to do is apply, let us know what they do, what they're interested in, and how they would have a, you know, how, what, how this is relevant to them. Uh, so there's a theme? That yeah, there's should, a theme. Yeah. There's five different themes. Uh, we have, uh, on May 14th, we have water, water, uh, June 25th, we have what we're calling the wild side. Um, and people can interpret this however they like. But but the speaker is going to yeah. take you on a foraging walk. Absolutely. I am so interested in that. Yeah. <laughs> Come on out if you want to learn about uh, finding food right under your feet here in Muskoka. So that's going to be done by Laura Gilmore of uh, Wild Muskoka Botanicals, which is really cool. Um, in uh, For the water event, we're having friends of Muskoka Watershed talk about... Uh, Basically, your watershed, how you can protect it, what you can do. Um, uh, July 16th, we have the Mother Earth event. And uh, we will have uh, Master Gardener Sean Patchett come and talk about uh, how to create cottage gardens that give back to the earth. So that's pretty exciting. Um, Excuse me. And the other two events are still in development a bit. Uh, The theme for August is seed. And we are going to discuss um, seed saving, food security, creating local food uh, seed banks, rather. And um, we do need artists for that. We do need artists because August, I don't know, everybody seems to maybe want to go on vacation in August or something. Mm -hmm. Or gearing up for school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And our final event is going to be a culmination. It's Harvest. It's September 17th. And... uh, we're going to have some interesting events going on there as well. So Sounds definitely very well yeah. thought out. Yeah. It's an overall, you know, view of, of how to help the earth. Yeah. And, and how to help us not have so much problems with climate change. Absolutely. And I think people feel overwhelmed. They're like, OK, the climate crisis is upon us. What can we do? Well, you can do so, so very many things. And. They're little things, you know, if you make little changes in your life every day, whether it's in your garden, the food you eat, um, you know, composting, yeah, composting, becoming a citizen scientist for the Friends of the Muskoka Watershed, things like that, you know, documenting what's happening in where you live and and helping out these community organizations. I think um, some really good things can come of it, you know. Where would you direct people who are interested in finding out more, first of all, as being a a collaborator uh, and then as a participant? Absolutely. Um, So if if our website is brackenrignursery.com slash seed pod, and you'll find all the information there. If you want to volunteer, if you want to just be part of the conversation, if you want to attend, you can purchase tickets there. And yeah, it's going to be exciting. Sounds very exciting, actually. 
There's a fee involved for those people who are like visitors to the gardens, but yep. it, it encompasses quite a lot. So yeah. could you tell us about that? Yeah, the tickets um, tickets are $25. And what we are going to, what you get with your ticket basically is um, access to all of the, the talks, the activities, whether it's a foraging walk or a workshop. And also um, we get, we'll feed you. We're feeding you. That's uh, pivotal. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, given the climate we're in, we decided um, we would try and minimize food handling. And we, we've got a really fun way to do it. We're serving up lunch in mason jars. It's going to be really, really good plant-based lunches. And um, you also get to take home a tree. You get to t- take home a tree for planting, which is the most important thing. So That sounds full, like a good deal, doesn't <laughs> it? Yes, it is. Like full <clears throat> circle, getting back to Linda wanted to plant trees. You know, let's get our community to plant trees. So this is what we're doing. Yeah, I think it's wonderful. I once went to work after listening to a, a speaker, um, Diana Beresford Kroger. I don't know if you know. Oh, I love yes, yes. yes. I heard her speak and I went to work the next day and I said, I have found religion. Yep. It's the trees. Who will speak for the trees? Yes, yeah, yeah, that's a beautiful book, and yeah. she also talks about the um, uh, Ogham script, which is a script, an alphabet based on trees, and it's ancient and beautiful, and hits home with me because I'm Irish and Celtic roots and whatnot. I really love that book. Yeah, yeah, lovely. Yeah. It, it's a, a wonderful initiative, and I hope everything is very successful for it. I'm actually going to look a little closer at the website for the specific dates and uh, maybe mm-hmm. get to that foraging one. But I should note too, children's tickets uh, are half that price. They're $12 for oh, children to attend, which we would love to see lots of kids too. Can you tell us a bit about your uh, upcoming uh, participation in Landed, the yeah. at, out at the hillside barn? It's yeah. uh, three days. Um, I think it's two days. It's... Uh, June 17 and 18th. Yes, June okay. 17 and 18th. And I'm so excited about that. My friend Rob Stimson and Pam, Pam Cornahan and a bunch of other artist friends of mine are doing this wonderful, wonderful art show. Um, it's, it's, I work very, very well after 20 years as a graphic designer with deadlines. So uh, when someone says to me, do you want to be part of this show? And I say, yes. Um, it forces me to get back to the canvas. So I've been painting a lot and... Um, I, like I said, not a landscape painter, but I'm finding myself drawn to a few landscapes. That's great. And, um, that and this year it's a collaboration with the Huntsville Festival of the Arts and they have music out there. Yeah, it's going to be a festival. It's going to be fun. I think that's wonderful. It sounds yeah. really and wonderful. And I think there's food too. Well, we've been <laughs> food is always food good. Is good. <laughs> we've been dedicated goers for the last two years, so we're mm-hmm. going to see this new incarnation. And Hillside Farm is so fun. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. beautiful mm-hmm. location. There. It's out in the you know. Yeah, even even nature. if you don't plan on buying art, you know, come out to the barn. It's a beautiful atmosphere, and you'll get to talk with the artists and see some demonstrations mm-hmm. and really fun things. So. So That's I mentioned great. your business, Gravity Art and Design. Mm-hmm. Would you tell us your website there? Because there's lots of shopping. <laughs> yes, <laughs> indeed. Indeed. Um, so it's gravityartanddesign.com. Um, the tricky part is the two Ds with the and and design. But it's uh, it's there's a lot there. Um, I still do, do freelance graphic design jobs from time to time when I can find the time. And I also have a lot of... Um, digital um art on digital like um how can i put this on demand yeah yeah on print demand. on demand print yeah. on demand items as well so some really fun stuff there too yeah yes yeah, so you've got a lot going on i do <laughs> good for you yeah what are your hopes for the future oh dear um uh, my hopes for the future 
are that, um, how about we start with world peace? That would be a good start. Mm -hmm. And that would be, that would really help all the other things happen. Um, I hope that everybody discovers the power of plants and a garden. I hope that everybody, um, takes one little action that they can to make a difference in the world in terms of, you know, saving our planet. We can do it. And there's a lot of health aspects involved in gardening. I mean, yeah. just they know now that, you know, forest bathing and inhaling whatever yeah. is being emitted from the plants and just, of course, oxygen. People, yeah, it's people beautiful must place know to that be. unconsciously because we were just talking earlier about every yesterday was the first nice day of the year and everyone immediately went out into their gardens and started raking and cleaning up. And uh, I was painting. Were you? Oh, outside, <laughs> I, was, I hope. No, I was inside <laughs> painting, but there was lots okay. of light coming in. Yes, there's beautiful day yeah. uh, would we have seen your work as a graphic artist without recognizing it without noticing like do you think that because oh. i notice a lot of muskoka businesses have uh, you've done work for oh my gosh do you hope people recognize that there's a graphic designer behind this or would they recognize your work in particular well, they i don't know if they would recognize my work but um i think my my being a graphic designer informs what I do. I have studied, you know, color, form, texture, pattern, all of these things. And it, you just, it becomes instinct. Um, I don't know that people would recognize my work per se, but I've done a lot of work in a lot of different places for a lot of different companies in across Canada, actually. Yeah. 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 It's it's impressive, actually, if you go to your website and look at all the yeah, you types see. of work. Yeah. Uh, infographics, illustration, uh, art, uh, yeah. all kinds of different aspects. I've always been a big believer that it doesn't matter if someone comes along and says, can you design a logo for my new company? And it, you take that on with the same vigor as you do with a corporate client that you've been working for for years that says we need a new brochure for our new green energy product, you know, that kind of thing. You just You just embrace it all and do the best job you can. And the work keeps coming back to you. Well, I think this is a wonderful thing. And, and you've got certainly um, re reviewed all of your background in a quick way and how it's led to the Seed Pot Initiative. And so I hope people will look into that and wish you follow it up. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Over anything, it's going to be fun. And it's been a pleasure talking to you, too, about pleasure it. Talking to Thanks you for we'll coming yeah. in. Yeah, Caroline. we'll yeah. both be there. Yes. Yay, thank you. Mm -hmm. And turning now to some other programs that are happening, Performing Arts. Karen, what, what's happening? Well, uh, this month, the Huntsville Festival of the Arts um, launched their summer lineup, which is pretty exciting. There's 30 events marking their 30th anniversary. 30-year anniversary of uh, all of June, there's going to be a Huntsville art crawl downtown Huntsville, and the artists and businesses will connect with each other, and that's always a great thing. Uh, June 15th and 16th, speaking of the Hillside Barn, there's uh, um, music of Neil Young, and it's Tobin Spring and his band, and if you haven't seen that, it's an amazing show. I've seen it twice. Uh, me too. Uh, and once again, June 17th and 18th, the Landed Arts Festival. June 21st to 26th, Group of Seven Canoe Murals. They'll, they'll be out in uh, River Mill Park. 
Um, and I won't give you everything. Go online, uh, HuntsvilleFestival.ca, and check out their lineup because Mary Walsh is coming, Joel Plaskett, uh, William, William, William Prince, Prince. Mm-hmm. Ralph and Lena, and that's our ju- executive director, uh, Dan Watson and his wife. So there's lots of stuff happening. And Natalie McMaster's coming too. So that's there's lots more. So check it out. In terms of visual arts, we have on now in Partners Hall, Swing Into Spring with the Huntsville Arts mm-hmm. Society Spring Members Show. That's on until May 31st. At Huntsville Public Library, we have Tom Clark until the end of May. At Hospice Huntsville, Margot Snow, the house member there. And uh, currently at the Summit Centre, too, is Remembering Jeff Miller. There was a donation of paintings made by the renowned painter Jeff Miller to the Huntsville Art Society, so they're on display there, and they will be auctioned. Proceeds will go to Artists in the School Program as well as the Muskoka Conservancy. That auction is upcoming, not date not yet set, uh, sometime this summer. Um, anyway, so I want to see what's up, and I haven't been to Summit Centre yet. There was a shout-out from Muskoka Arts and Crafts for a call for artists, and this is from Muskoka Chautauqua. They're having an online art auction as well. And this last year it was a painted paddle, and this year it's a pennant. So you could visit MuskokaChautauqua.com if you could spell that. <laughs> but if you start <laughs> if you start with it, you'll get somewhere. And Muskoka Arts and Crafts itself is having its member spring exhibition, which is on currently until May 13th. And of course, there's summer at Annie William Parks. So that event will happen on July 15th to 17th. And I went to the Gravenhurst Opera House on Friday evening last, and I thought it was just wonderful what they've done in the renovation there. They have a full lineup of things, so please look into Gravenhurst Opera House. And I always want to give a shout-out to New Adventures in Sound Art and South River at nasa.ca. So there we are. Lots Lots. is happening. Yes. There's only one Hunters Bay Radio. We We are are Muskoka. Muskoka.